Halloween 8-bit would be fun. <laughs> Halloween chip tune. We saw Halloween. We saw Halloween. Hey, and it's the Herald of Modcast, by the way, on the HMC Network. This is uh, a review of the new Halloween, as well as The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix, and a new We Talk Dead, if anyone cares. Yep. We're going to close it out with that. <laughs> so you guys can just turn it off if you don't want to hear. If you're not up to date. It used to be the other on way the circumstances. around. circumstances. Yeah, we kind of like. We sort of, you know, what do we call it? Front load the episode yeah. with more current things. <laughs> at least topical, at least. Like Halloween. Like boo doo 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 doo. Fucking shin. Beep doo 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 doo. Watch your fucking body. Gonna get you. Do, get you. Get you. Get you. John Carpenter directed I this. I like the original score better. They kind of like got it all gr- like cool. They kind of cooled it up. Digital master up. Yeah, they definitely s- sort of synthed it, it up. Comp- Carpenter's son? Yeah. On the music or just the movie? On the music. On the music. Yeah. That's cool. So, it's Jamie Lee Curtis back in the role that made her famous, Laurie Strode, 40 years later, after the fateful night of the Michael Myers killing in, back in Haddonfield, where she is now a grandmother and mm-hmm. a Sarah Connor figure. It's total. <laughs> like, it was really, uh, that was the first thing that came to my head, was like, woman preparing for apocalyptic situation that no one believes is real. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It has a, you know, cachet of weapons and, and booby traps, and right. she's ready. she got a casket with a minigun in it, <laughs> and all that type of stuff, which, you know, is not faulting it for. It's kind of a, you know, an interesting take on the story. Someone that hadn't been done yet, you could say. Well, and so it's done by uh, Danny McGride and his high school buddy, David Gordon Green, who is the uh, who worked with him on Vice Principals, and he also directed the movie Stronger. Yeah. Um, and uh, they Vice wrote Principals, together. Yeah. And Jason Blum of Blumhouse produced it. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe yep. that John Carpenter also had an exec produce, and uh, mm-hmm. so did Jamie Lee. And yeah, she did too. She's in it along with Judy Greer, uh, Halleck Bill Gigner, who plays the new Loomis, Will Patton, the awesome character actor Will Patton. Yeah, he's been. He was in the second one, quite literally. Like he was in the, or he's in the first one even. Was he in the first? I don't one? know. If I'm, definitely no. the second one. Was he? Yeah, Will Patton. Will Patton. Will Patton, the dude, the yeah, that actor. I thought that's why they. Put him no, in the I don't movie. think he was. He wasn't in any of those. No, movies? he wasn't. Hmm. No, <laughs> Are his character. Yeah, his character says he was in, there. Was there, but I do not believe that he was. Oh, maybe not. But maybe we not. are gonna find out. Maybe not. Um, by the magic of IMDb app, we're gonna find out. Um, in so, real time, folks. In real time. So the story. Michael Myers has been. Locked you know, away for 40 years, 40 years, studied uh, intensively by all the different psychoanalysts and shrinks and professionals in the field of... That is a uh, negative on him being in any of the Halloween movies. He's Just, not in any of them? No. Oh. No. But he has such a long career, starting in 1979. Yeah, man. Um, hmm. Yeah, so he... It's... Hmm. The spin on this is that this, these podcast producers... Woo. Yeah, it's a really short spin, too, because yeah. it doesn't really go anywhere without spoiling it. It's not like 
that's it's not like really the it's like the introduction to the story. But it's kind of a long one. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's kind of long. They come and they interview him, and he doesn't turn around. But Nick Castle plays a cameo, the guy who was the original shape in the 1978 movie. Yeah, it's like his. You can sort of see a partial face yeah. in his old head and mm-hmm. his facial I hair. Really like that. He's got, you know, he's grayed out Michael Myers. You know, he yeah, aged. I don't want to see grayed out Michael Myers. No, I just want to see the mask. Just because I, I like to think of him as more of a, like a shape or a figment yeah. or yeah, yeah. The boogeyman. The boogeyman. Clearly, and, yeah, yeah. So they interview him, and then of course, what happens? He escapes from like. Well, a we should bus say they. Thing. It's the scene with the the pull. They pull the mask out, yeah, and they're outdoors, and all the other sort of you know, say freaks, asylum members. They say I'll start losing it. Yeah. And, you know, and Michael just stays stoic and doesn't budge. And they get no, nothing out of him until my God. after. My God. Oh, they get something out. They of get him something out of him after. after he gets that mask back from him. Yeah. Needless to say. And then, you know, after yeah, the they, inevitable... Yeah, the bus crashes, like, he escapes. the fugitive escape from the bus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he's loose in Haddonfield with the mask that they brought for him. Well, and Jamie Lee Curtis is also, we should say, like the crazy grandma. Who's yeah. sort of like... Because Judy Greer's her daughter, and then Judy who's Greer has a daughter. Like John Connor. Yeah, who's raised like John Connor yeah. and then had to be put into a foster home just like in John Connor was. He had right. his own step family and his mother was institutionalized. And Jamie Lee Curtis, you know, they go they to like have a party at the restaurant and Jamie Lee Curtis is ranting and raving right. and no one believes her. And the the granddaughter doesn't have much of a relationship with her, but she has more of a relationship than Judy Greer knows. Right. So there is a whole sort of family element to this, a sort of three generations of Strodes, which you kind of get that picture by the end of it. They definitely let you know. They let you know. They're like, yeah, man. Three, we, three generations of Strode took out <laughs> Hamahimus, Michael Migus. So I I think we ought to say, as a disclaimer, Mm. before we dive into our opinions, Mm. that there was a baby screaming. There was an incident (laughs) at the movie theater. A baby in a horror movie. Some nice group of people thought it would be a smart idea (laughs) to bring an infant (laughs) to a horror film. And it did as infants do. Crying intermittently throughout the yes. whole film until and everyone had to get free passes and refunds. And then at the same time, they could not kick the baby out. It's like, why? Why? Look how much money you lost. Yeah. And not that the theater was full, but you literally had to give everybody their money back. I know. Like, why would you just be like, no? Then there's that stupid Sasquatch movie for kids. Why yeah, would you not? Why would you not take? Do you the, need to go to like yeah. a cool, dry, dark place for two hours? <laughs> why would you? If that's like your only motivation because you clearly can't be that interested in watching this movie. You yeah. have to get up to leave every five minutes right. to take the baby out because it won't shut the fuck up. Yeah, it was pretty horrible. Yeah. So there was moments where maybe the tension was broken a little too early by screaming of infant in a horror movie where sort of suspense is key. Well, also, we were so angst by it that it really took away. Everybody was. It really took away from... I mean, who brings a baby to a horror movie? Yeah, Come man. Come on now. What, cause like, it was like a joke. It was you like said, a curb it was episode. Like, yeah, it was. Like it, a, was. A, it was a curb episode where Larry David's like eventually like... What what are you doing? Yeah, you know what I mean. And You're at a you horror were that film. Larry David. I was the Larry David, <laughs> and boy was it. Well, I was too. 
Like yeah. I, you know. Yeah, we kind of had to have our little like Susie Espen, Larry David. Yeah, we did. With the I don't regret it because it was ridiculous. God damn. Yeah, it was really ridiculous. And like at that point, like yeah, okay, I got my money back, but I don't get that time back. No, you know, you see it again. You have to see it again. You know, and just the experience of, and then like, why didn't we leave? It's like, why should I have to leave? Because you brought an infant, a fucking baby, to a horse, and I have to leave. (laughs) Go see it again. Wait around. You leave. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, God damn. So that happened, and that did sort of taint our impression. But that said, I mean, we still, I, I really wanted more out of this movie than they gave us well i was uh, like looking at it as a sort of like complete new revival second coming for like kind of like the way i felt when they first announced rob zombie was doing one yeah the first one right before it came out uh i i kind of gave me that well at first to be honest when i heard that danny mcbride is attached i'm like okay like how what, what direction are they and then you say oh right. no we're staying true to the thing and we're doing it this way and you're like well that's a great idea how about that mm-hmm. and then you go to comic-con and hall h and see your hugging fans and you're and seeing s- clips and right oh yeah it was exciting and i don't know i feel like to be honest as far as a horror film the first rob zombie one delivered like more horror way more horror more horror scenarios yeah this almost felt a little like it was definitely rated R, and there you, you, but you only ever get like a visual of the aftermath of most of his killings, mm-hmm. which I'm not saying you need to see like full gore, but it's usually like a cutaway and then a dead body, right? With not too much trauma to it, you know what I mean? Right. Except for the one dude with the teeth, that was kind of yeah. crazy. When you see that in the trailer, the teeth, and they trying to show that, but outside of that, it's mostly like. Oh, and then a figment, and then it cuts away, and right. then, oh, they're, they're dead, and, but it's just a body in a chair. You're like, okay, well, that was, you know, yeah, he killed them, but it wasn't exactly horrifying. There was one. There's a couple. There's one, like, cool yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. But the, there wasn't a lot of the gore that we would have expected from a Michael Myers. Not as much. Which I don't know if that was a choice or maybe they thought it was like, you know, a whole bunch and they, you know, they really thought or who maybe everyone thought it made it did great at the box office. It did. And good. And ha, uh, same way, props, we, yeah, uh, same way I felt about Predator. Yeah, I'm not mad is, at it. I like the franchise. I'm happy that horror made a lot of money. It made seven point seventy seven point seven million, which is a record for uh, second highest gross for a horror movie rated our horror movie behind it. Yeah, which and broke record-breaking numbers. Highest grossing for a woman lead. and Oh, yeah? Highest grossing movie for a woman over 55 lead. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's got to be like one of the highest like woman-led franchises. It is, I yeah. would imagine, you know, especially this also probably holds a record for like duration. We're talking over 30 plus years now, 40. right? 40 straight up. 40, 40 yeah, years. 40 years. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is 40. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah, so that, that that must be some type of yeah. record. And it is actually, because at the end of it, it is sort of the three generations of Strode working yeah. together to take down the beast. And, that, and that's a cool concept. And it was a cool concept. And especially right now, you're like, okay, I, yeah, I dig it. Yeah. And it makes sense. Chronologically, Laurie Strode probably had a daughter. And then that daughter has a kid. Right. And here we are. Right. You know, and the kids in like Laurie Strode's age in the first film. So it was kind of cool. You know, that's kind of clever device. Um, they definitely made her a little bit more crazy baddie. Like no one believes her than I kind of like. But then they immediately have to believe her. Yeah. Which, and that, which I think that's switched. what bothered me because right. 
there wasn't enough time from the crazy baddie to switch to you have to believe her because this is now happening. Yeah, everyone's on board. Let's go. And uh, like we talked about this, I actually like H2O better. H2O is pretty good, H2O. man. And we talked about how it kind of gets forgotten because it was a like 90s era slasher right. period. Well, yeah, it was Scream era. Yeah, yeah it's just, it's not summer, it was just summer and fucking uh, Urban Light. Like that, yeah, that whole phase. Buffy era yeah, and all of that. It was right in the middle of that with Josh Hartnett and right. Cool J and Jamie Michelle Curtis. Williams. Michelle Williams. Young, young, young Michelle, Michelle Williams. Williams. Young Dawson Josh Hartnett. Michelle Williams. Exactly, yeah. man. But if you go back and watch it, it's, it's a pretty good it's horror scary. film. It's super scary. Yeah. Remember the scene in that movie when the mother and the kid go in with the truck to the bathroom yeah. and the kids in the bathroom and Michael's going through the stalls that and then nothing ever happens she he just takes her purse right but it's terrifying and they kind of copy that in this they, movie exactly a, but they don't up, copy it as well no it's more obvious yeah um and it doesn't really deliver as a horror thing you know what i mean because that's like the podcasters get what's coming to them kind of thing without yeah. spoiling it. And there's a couple like twists and turns that I didn't think were necessary, like the Loomis thing, where you kind of find out that this guy who's been following Michael Myers the whole year, or oh, his whole career at the asylum, yeah. actually had uh, ulterior yeah, motives. Which, that I didn't buy. And also, they changed the story so that Lori is not his sister. Yeah, that's weird. And so that that was just something that got spun. And I I am not a fan of remakes that change stories that are good to begin with. Like, well, and it wasn't changed for any particular reason. It was just like a sort of short throwaway line. Yeah, there's like, no, oh, no reason for that. It was yeah. like the two podcasters talking, actually, that's not true. She was, was never her, her his brother or sister. It's like, cool that he, that's it makes why sense. He, he comes was a kid, after right? her. Yeah. She's like the young half-sister. Mm-hmm. And he wants to, that's his obsession. Or, right, because yeah. he killed the first sister. I mean, right. there's motive right. there. Like, mm-hmm. you take away his motive and just make him just a crazy, yeah, which yeah. is what they sort of say they wanted to do. They want it to be this anonymous, there's this kid in it who says something about that. Then it's just a random anonymous killer. Oh yeah, but, one of the stoners. But that doesn't work. Like I, no. I think it works better. Like I, H2O is a better movie. It really is. Like go watch that again because it's scary. There's a lot of build up. That whole scene yeah. where you like the kids finally see him for the first time yeah. and he's chasing up the walkway and they're fumbling with the keys. Yeah. That's good suspense. And he's moving that slow pace. Yes, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was a good movie. I, yeah. I, you know, it's so 90s label. Like I think 20 years ago is 98. So it was like right in the heart of all that shit. So I don't think most people, but it was a sort of statement then because that was the 20 year mark and it was like right. a cool moment because it was sort of like Jamie Lee Curtis back after 20 years. And she's also a badass in it. Yeah, like she, she also takes him. and she's also like the way they dealt with her kind of neur- neuroses from it was much more grounded re- grounded yeah. and you know relatable because she's you know on meds, she's but and she's a she teacher. moved out of Hadfield yeah. which of course she would do. You Probably really think so. she'd stay there? No. Like so she moves there, she's got the kid and they're in this school. I mean Well, and that she tries to move on. She tries to move she on. She gets a life and a career and a son right. and she doesn't like excommunicate herself. And she's a drinker. And she's a drinker which makes and takes more medication. Sense. Yeah, like, yeah. She's got an addiction, yeah. you know? And is secretly trying to deal with this shit. Right. Yeah. With this one they made it like she was just a crazy Well, like what are those people recluse. called? The savagers or the backpackers or the preppers doomsday preppers she's like a doomsday she was a doomsday prepper for sure 
and and uh you know it was cool to see her whole setup in the house and the bars and the right. lights and the the, the, uh, the secret hidden floors and all that shit and all the weapons but i don't know i guess i guess you just have to fully commit to the idea that she had been preparing her whole life for this well i would have bought that more if h2o hadn't been x'd out of it like in other words if, another 20 years if later she yeah if they mm. if she hadn't chopped his head off at the end of that right and he got away right and you know she had a son instead of this daughter and like another 20 years later 20 years later was her so like now becoming a doomsday Mm. prepper because she's so fucked up like beyond you know he got away again and she had another there was other murders with it you know sure sure like that would make more sense to me maybe the son was on board like he agreed like, right. Yeah. This is crazy. Maybe he didn't go into doomsday prepping with her, but he didn't like just not believe outright. Because they could have, to me, they, that would have been an interesting thing to tie those three. Like you got the nineteen seventy eight, the twenty year mark, ninety eight, yeah, the, and the, the next one, twenty eighteen, and you could have taken this from the events of that. I would have that. But it, they cut his head off, though. I know that. Well, that you could pretend that didn't. That's happen. true. We right do now, that every we just time. pretend every yeah, movie every, didn't happen. Every movie does that. Yeah. yeah who like, cares if he got his head cut off? Just pretend that that didn't happen. Yeah. But like to does. me, that story was a better story and a more logical. 20 years after mm-hmm. they might have got to maybe caught up in like woman empowerment but at the same they time could, they did it in that i know they did it in that but they didn't do it they didn't try to beat you over the head with it not right. that they did in this not i'm not saying that at all but maybe they got so like this is like she's gonna kick ass and not be a victim because they talked about well, that they did like, get beat you over the head like it was too much yeah well and she drank in this too but not like like, she did she, drink. You're right. Yeah, she did drink in but this. like impulsively. It's not like she always had a bottle of whiskey next to her gun. Yeah. She like grabs the wine at dinner and not chugs it. And then mom, get, put that down. Right. You know, is she like, so I don't get it. Is she like really unhinged or has she been preparing this whole well, time? I just don't think the story was as well crafted. I mean. It, it, but it sounded good on paper. It, it sounded good in a sound pitch. It did sound good on like, paper. Or on a, like when it's pitched to the eye, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Just start right up from the last movie. Cool. Keep it like authentic to the first right. story. Yeah. Uh, yada but then i think when you watch it play you're like this isn't as true to this thing as maybe it sounded like it was gonna be or maybe the execution wasn't there and then the thing of like that guy wanting to be a killer with michael was like a doctor that was a stretch that was a stretch and it was so short lived within the story that it's like why even introduce that if it's just gonna be over the like basically the next scene you know like they introduce it yeah and then quickly that doesn't tie up or go like really go anywhere. I also felt like they ripped off and this is something I feel happens a lot and maybe it's inevitable, but there is a lot of rip offs. Like, so she's the granddaughters in the back of a police, a cop car. She can't get out, which was like almost like the scream Two scene. Yeah. Where, you know, oh, yeah. and then yeah, there's like yeah, the bus scene. scene where they escape, which was like the fugitive, like in mm-hmm. many other scenes like that, like, there were several scenes in this that just felt like we're just plucked out of mm-hmm. other horror movies. We were other scenarios that we've seen yeah. before. Yeah, there was some stuff like that. There was that cool scene with the f- sort of like fat, like ugly friend who looks like the man Barb, yeah. like male he Barb. Does, yeah, Remember he that does. guy? <laughs> he looks like Barb from yeah, Stranger Things, like identical twin brother. Right. And there was a cool scene with like um, the motion sensor floodlights in the backyard. 
and the the kid is like go they go out and they come back on. Oh yeah, that was out, cool. That was and they come scary. Back on. That was one but of that's the been only done scary before, moments. Too. Yeah, the sort of out and on, right? And it's closer well, and closer. Didn't they do that in Shaun of the Dead? There's a Shaun of the Dead scene like that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of movies have. Yeah, that. I think it, that's one of those things. It's almost like a certain jokes in comedy where it's like they don't really belong to anyone, right? I and mean, you can do them on stage. Yeah, and if you, it's like either if you do them direct, then you're a hack. But if you have your own spin on it, then it's like yeah. more forgivable. But yeah, but yeah, there was some instances like that in 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 this in this movie for sure, right? Or just like not like the like the bathroom scene, straight up like that bathroom scene. We've seen that like many times, right? You know, someone in the stall and that's occupied, yeah. and then they won't go away, and then right. they're going to get killed, and yeah, yeah. I mean, there's one in True Lies, a cool bathroom scene. I love right. that scene. There's Jamie Lee Curtis in, is in uh, that. There's one in the Mission Impossible. There's the a one couple that came of out them. this summer. Yeah. yeah, bathroom scenes are cool. Fight scenes, yeah. horror, horror moments. Yeah, there's a, there's like yeah, endless you're amounts. Vulnerable. It's Super a vulnerable. R- right. Yeah, place to be. Yeah, I mean, in public. I guess I, f- I, I really feel the same way I felt about Predator, the new Predator, mm-hmm. which is, you know, I like Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I like, like the franchise. It's cool to see It's cool to see a horror movie make a lot of money. money. And yeah, that's also good just for everybody. Right. You know, if a horror movie can go out and do gangbusters because they, they cost so much less to produce than right. Marvel movies, uh, that's, that's nothing but good, you know? I definitely want, as a horror fan, I wanted more. Mm-hmm. And I also, like, you'll never... The original will never be beat. Well, it goes to show you that 40 years later, we're still trying to like re- replicate the that, magic of the yeah, first one. We'll never and do the it. funniest thing is that John Carpenter, like you just ask him where he's at. He's like, my life right now is basketball and video games. <laughs> That's the last thing. Cause they asked him if he would ever do one again or yeah. ever like be more involved. And it's like, he did it. That's the thing he about those it. guys like Harrison Ford. He's like, I don't need to be Han Solo again right. 40 years later. You know, again, like I did yeah. all this goddamn shit, you know, in the seventies when shit right. was cool. You know, yeah. now you guys like want to be uh, do my shit. Like, okay, you know, I don't want to be involved, but or I don't know, I don't know how they think, but it's that's just just like a funny thing. That I know, like no, want think of a new, you know, creature. Think of a new monster. Right? Maybe it'll be as scary as Michael Myers. Yeah. Who knows? You know, but I, I'm not saying that we shouldn't do like continue franchises like right. this. Because, you know, it's cool. But it will never be the same. No, it's not going to happen, I don't think. But to me, like, there was something really cool try, about but... H2O because it was its own movie in its own right. And it was actually a really good movie. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was it was like a good, decent movie in its own right. And it was, yeah, it didn't take place. it was of that era, for in the sure. Same house. In but the, the, no, yeah, it was yeah. a cool story. They The way they built it up was really good. And um, yeah, they sort of removed all the like trick or treaters, and the, the it wasn't like a Halloween. There was small in the very town. beginning. Oh, was it? Yeah, in H2O? Jake, when Jake GL gets it with the they weren't trick or treaters. No, that was Halloween. That oh, was yeah. there was like her coming home on Halloween night, and oh, uh, because there was that because remember they, they had the hockey stuff, so they were playing hockey. Oh yeah, you're right. Because Halloween happens when they go to. They're going to go out of town right. for Halloween time. It's just, uh, I think it was still sort of set up looking like Halloween, but you're right. Yeah, it was but it wasn't that. like the streets filled with kids. You're right, you're it right. It was a different you yeah. know, sort of location. It was the school, the prep school that she taught at. When you look at it, comparative, you're like, oh, that's actually a cool way to set up her future, like where she is. Yeah, it is cool. And yeah. she's like in California, far away, and mm-hmm. she's in the mountains, and she's sort of Escaped it secluded. All. And, yep. and like also got changed moved her name, on, changed too. her life. 
and yeah. got her like if you're talking about PTSD and trauma like yeah is she outside of you know drinking alcohol and doing prescription pills she also like got her life together pretty okay right. she's, is she the dean of the school I think she's she's the dean yeah. of the school and uh, and she but also like he breaks into the house of the nurse to get her information mm-hmm. Dr. Loomis's nurse mm. who was the woman from the first movie oh and Oh. And it makes sense. Okay, now he's finding his sister. He finds out where she is after he, Oh, you Michael know? Meyer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And whereas in this one, it's like they're going to transfer him from one asylum reasons. to another, right? And, and we never find out how they get the No, they upper must have they must have shot that though. I bet you they shot a sequence where Michael tears shit up in the bus and they, edit and they had it edited out. it out maybe or maybe they couldn't afford to shoot it because you literally all you see is a crash bus and you see a guy yeah. and his kid who get introduced and you think oh are they going to be characters and they're def- and uh, you know just sort of lambs to right. the slaughter but that there's not a lot of payoff there either no. but it's just sort of shot from their perspective right. you're seeing them pull up to a crash bus full of you know with inmates strewn about and walking yeah. crazy people you know yes so I, I do wonder if they, they couldn't afford to shoot it or they did shoot and they cut it out because that would have been a great moment. It would have been a great moment. It all felt really kind of disconnected because they, you know, they have the this the the granddaughter's best friend is babysitting while everyone's going to the Halloween party, party at the school. But and, it's super, yeah, it is. There's and no she's connection. like got her boyfriend coming over, and she's babysitting this cool kid, and they have this moment, and then and randomly Michael Myers shows up there in mm-hmm. their house, which seems to be farther away from all the trick or treating places where he had been. Uh, yeah, and then they, it's almost like why it doesn't tie. In. It's not like. I don't know. I guess the cop goes it, into the house and then he finds the Yeah, but it or, was so disconnected just because, oh, how did he end up at this house? Like, of, it yeah. wasn't on the street that he was. Like, the thing that was cool about the first one was it was all contained. He's on this one street where right. she is and he's, like, and following she, her. Right, and she goes to that babysitting place. Right. Or he goes to the he babysitting. Follows right, her all right. day. And, yeah. you know, after and, he had escaped. And this was like, how did he get over here now? And how did he get over here? And... You know, it, like he's, and then when they're at the grandmother's house, all out in the middle of nowhere, right? He's there. Well, because he got driven in the car, but, right? And which was stupid. Like, I mean, there was a lot of no. Remember, like with Will Patton and the granddaughter is in the back of the car, and the doctor, and then they drive over him, which I don't think they would have done. They would have called for backup, and like they wouldn't have just driven over him. No, that was that was not Will Patton that got driven over. No, Will yeah, Patton got drove over by he, the doctor. No, not but by he the drove. O- no, he drove over Michael, and that's when they thought he was dead. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. And the granddaughter's in the back seat. They're going to do that with the granddaughter in the back seat. He's like, get Michael. Yeah, that's yeah. Not a good I mean, idea. so there was all kinds of like just really disconnected scenes in search sort of, of edited a story. together. Yeah, yeah, there was some of that for sure. And it was sort of like, okay, how could the doctor lift Michael into the back he of the couldn't. car? Come like, on, he's huge. He's a giant. Yeah, man, like it does And he's an old man, this And guy. he's like wearing Michael's mask at that one point. That was so weird. That was super weird. And he literally like red herring yeah. kills Will Patton's character with just a knife to the neck like unceremoniously. Yeah, and me then off. you're like, what? No spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers, whatever. I don't know. Um, yeah, so it's, I don't know, the more I talk about it, the more it bothers me. But again, it's like it comes back to, there's some cool moments, but there weren't enough of them. No. But it's like a fun thing to go see for Halloween. Fuck yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. And I like 
the Michael Myers mystique and character, but I do kind of now want to go watch the original again, which I always do on Halloween because the original is awesome. I kind of want to watch awesome. the original H2O and then yeah. watch this one again yeah, like, later. that's what we should on do. Rent, once it's out to rent or some shit. Because I would watch this again, especially since fucking what happened happened while right. we were trying to actually fucking sit and watch the damn thing. Know, so, you know, I think we got the point and you definitely get the point of the three generations of women. They're all driving away in the back of this right. pickup truck and they all are sort of you know laying with each other and then then there's the shot of the knife and they did it they got rid of michael at least for now you can't if they made so much money they're gonna make another one yeah they they should they i mean i'd I'd watch another one yeah that's the thing (laughs) well we will that's the thing well so yeah i go see it if you're a fan yeah and even if you're not go see it on halloween it's a fun thing to see on halloween that kind of shit there'll be scary moments Um, yeah it's cool all right, so The Haunting of Hill House is a Netflix original. It is based on the Shirley Jackson book. Um, it's written and directed by Mike Flanagan, who did the great film Hush, Oculus, Gerald's Game, all of which you can watch on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, it stars Michael Huseman from Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. Henry Thomas, a.k.a. Elliot from E.T., mm-hmm. Carla Cugino, um, yep bunch of people the mom from twilight i forget her the actress's name but oh, she really? plays the sister the older sister i never saw those movies um and it's uh it's a family it kind of goes back and forth in time this family that had lived in this house it's basically a haunted house yeah it's it starts in the past or maybe it starts in the present i think it starts in the past because yeah, elliot in the past yeah, yeah. et dad he is right. the dad of these five kids sort of feels like conjuring where there's like a family and there's five kids yeah. in this big house and but i'm sure this book came out long before conjuring but either way the in the so they sort of flash forward and flash back and they flash forward and the game of thrones guy is a writer novelist who's yep. who sort of investigates ghost sightings or paranormal activity right. and He's currently working with a woman and, you know, sort of see a day in the life of him. Right. And then they cut Whether back. Whether going to take her story and write it yeah. into a novel and all that. And they go back and forth and you realize that he was the son in the past right. living in Hill House. And you see slowly that they are being uh, terrorized by some paranormal activity. And you sort of, then you get to see, oh, he became an author, writing Pretty successful right. author, too, actually writing horror well and the mother kind of goes crazy yeah we're not sure why or how or yeah because of the ghosts we guess yeah yeah well yeah and then the father is accused of killing her because she dies in the house they kind of escape from the house yeah they leave in the in the night and never come back sort of thing but the mom stays there they don't they leave without her because she's completely sort of possessed right and yeah it's pretty cool it was a little slow uh, the first episode. I've only watched the first episode. Yeah, we watched episode one, so we'll talk more about it as it goes on. I mean, so the kids are all, as grown-ups, really dramatically affected, and two of them are, like, essentially kind of cursed, really. Yeah, or drug drug addicts, yeah. and they're cursed, or they, yeah, they have they didn't do well, which no. is fair, you know? Um, it's interesting. It's got an interesting style to it. Uh, yeah, and it ends in such a way that you're like, well, no, I gotta watch the fir- the next episode. Yeah, you do have to, and you going. and you want to. Like, I was like, yeah. okay, yeah, I'll see what happens next. Sure, it sounds fun. Yeah, it's it's shot really well. It's got a cool sort of look to it. It's very sort of dark. Um, mm-hmm. It reminds me of something else. Uh, the sort of look and feel of it. 
it's definitely what did you say about Stephen King? Really? Oh, he recommended this highly. Oh, okay. He said to it you personally. Yes, to me. He <laughs> <laughs> called me. Well, wow. Well, wow. Well, wow. You never said it. that's funny. <laughs> yeah. He, well, yeah. I guess he had recommended it on his Twitter or something. But okay. he called it like a work of genius, not just hey, check this out. You know. So it's like okay, well. I don't know if I'm prepared to say that yet, but um, no. But we're only I'm one episode to in. Keep watching it. There's ten episodes. So yeah. Well, stay tuned. Check it out. Uh, so Walking Dead, we actually kind of have to recap two episodes because we did not talk about last week's episode. Aye. Um, this, so this will be episodes two and three of season eight. It's called The Big Ragu. The bi- <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. It's, it, you know, the ratings are dropping they dramatically. They continue to drop. Yeah, they are continuing to drop. Which, and... Yeah. Uh, but so far, this season's better than last season. They're trying. They're trying. On on episode two, there was some cool walker action where, you know, the logs go down. Oh, yeah, they're like doing some lumberjacking. Yeah. Yes. The, w- he's trying to build a bridge, and he's trying to get everybody, Rick, he's trying to get everybody from all the different communities right. together, and they're having a hard time with the saviors. No surprise there. Yeah. And, you know, Maggie's still, she's still sort of on the fence of, you know. What side she wants to be on. Right. Like what, uh, what rules she wants her group to live by. Right. You know, and now we have to do it Rick's way or not. Everybody's sort of been listening to Rick, but um, sweet Aaron loses in his arm. Yeah. In episode two. Gay Aaron, right? Same yeah. Guy. Yeah, sweetheart. Guy, like his uh, a log falls on it and, they, and eat it. Amputated. Nurse. Doctor in training, yeah, that, yeah, amputates it. Yeah, well, everybody has new roles now too. That's another yeah. thing. They're all apprenticing blacksmiths or farmers cool. or yeah, which is finally like now yeah. you, you're not just wayward travelers. Like you now have titles and jobs. They're trying to build a community, yeah. and that's like that's a good direction to go for this season for right. sure. I I do still think it's ridiculous that Negan's still around and that Rick's mm-hmm. talking to him at the end of every episode. I know, and like like fucking journaling, giving him his yeah. all his plans. What? Why would you do that? Um, in this episode, uh, there's you know there's kind of a revolt by someone we don't know. We turn out it's the beach community. Oh well, there's been like some secret murders. Right. And uh, they sort of left you hanging last episode with the asshole savior guy who starts all the trouble. Yeah. Like walking back to the savior camp and being confronted from the bushes and then quickly dispersed of. Right. And you're like, who was that? And you kind of get a hint that it's maybe the alpha people, but it can't because he recognized the person. And right. Then it is sort of plays out this episode as a uh, ongoing mystery. And it's pinning the groups against each other because... Yeah. At the same time, there's these deliveries that are going missing, and they think that they might be connected, these these murders and these missing deliveries, which we find out is actually probably not the case, because you find out that, again, once again, Janus is double-crossing Rick's group secretly, seemingly independently, right. with a group that we're not sure who she's dealing with. Yeah. And so we soon realize that the murders are one a separate thing altogether committed by the women of the beach. 
and basically straight up revenge killings for the way the saviors wiped out their people all yep. those many months or years ago, which is pretty cool. Um, cause yeah. you're not sure, but, uh, I don't know. But I don't know. I mean, they like we find out it's them. It, it, Daryl and Maggie stumble upon the Oceanside women about to kill one of the savior women because she killed her the brother. Mm-hmm. And they, they basically said the reason why they think it's okay to do this is because Maggie killed Gregory. Gregory hanged. Hanged. And then, like you think that Maggie and Daryl are going to stop them. Well, they were. They they walked up on him like, hey, whoa, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? And then they start to tell the story a little, and they start to talk about not just the fact that she killed the beach leader's uh, brother, but it just in the manner she did it, and she laughed, and she fucking, you know, was not really all, that wasn't like she was, oh, we, these are the rules. I had no other choice. The right. savers would have killed me too. It's like, yeah, but you also enjoyed it. And so it's, that in itself means we'll probably have to just kill you. Well, and that's a note for people. If you're going to start killing, don't let people know you enjoy it. Yeah. Because <laughs> if the tables are turned, then they won't forgive you. Right. They'll be like, hey, he wasn't just following orders. He was yeah, laughing. Yeah, he was laughing. And dancing. <laughs> well, the robot. I don't like that direction. Well, first of all, Rick only has two episodes left, which is what? Oh, yeah, we should have start, started this, that, this discussion yeah, with that. we thought that he was going to be there the whole season. At least the whole season. Well, I guess it's two episodes halfway point now. That's Is that the halfway point when they go well, away till January? Yes, if they're only doing a 10-episode season. Are they? I don't know. I mean, this would be... We just had three episodes, two, two more, so it would be five episodes. Hmm. The fifth, that seems early. That seems a little early. Maybe he's leaving before the midway point. I don't know. The fact that they just announced it like that, too. Hey, two episodes left, you guys, with Rick. It's the like, lead what? of the thing for last eight seasons. Yeah. It's sort of like, ah, oh, this is bad. I, I'm sure they're just hoping that we're just going to follow the, through like you know we, they open up a bunch of storylines get rid of rick and then it's like well now we have to see what happens but, uh, i don't really uh, want to watch it anymore after that I don't, yeah right I mean, nobody like people everyone i know who was a fan is like i was out after last season most people after were. after glenn most people say they most were out. people especially the people that tuned in like that same season for right. the first time and it were just binge watched it retroactively yeah. uh, I doubt any of them are still watching it and the only reason I am is that sort of like candle in the windowsill thing of like well I'll see it through you yeah know? but once he's gone you're right and isn't Maggie leaving at the end of the season unspecified she's definitely leaving she's got a new show they made that announcement she's at Comic Con so. yeah so there's a grip of shit you know yeah. and I'm sure Andrew Lincoln has stuff lined up if he's literally leaving after well, he two said he more wanted episodes. to see his family and take a break for a while well, but I'm sure go he back has to stuff. England. Yeah, you know. Well, maybe. no, and that's what he said at right. Comic Con. He said, I'm, "I have a home it's in London in a different for country. God's yeah. Sakes. yeah, I love Georgia, but he's been in Georgia full time almost years. almost ten goddamn years. Yeah, it's a long time to be. So in Georgia. I don't blame him, but it also like it's the time for the show to end. And mm-hmm. but so the way they're setting this up, it almost feels like Daryl's going to kill him. Yeah, or he'll die accidentally in a melee. Yeah. Like, he'll die like, oh, I didn't and think... maybe they'll realize Rick was right. Or, yeah. I don't know. I hope they don't do this whole, you know, go in a different direction. I don't know. I hope, like, I hope that they, he dies and they realize he was right for, or something. Or something. I don't even know. Because it will be really sad if he just, like, dies for nothing. 
Well, two episodes in the way that they show it. Okay, so we should also say so that the Jada storyline is that Gabriel follows her back to the salvage dump, and she's got some sort of secret communication with, you know, Mister So and So on the, you know, on the line, some random yeah. voice, and they're talking in code, and she's made agreements that right. she has to follow through on, and sure she enough, swaps people, she yeah, gives them people for whatever people or those resources too. Yeah, I'm guessing she might be partly responsible for taking those loads, right? The the gas and the yeah. Yeah, probably. And the food yeah. and she's working in tandem with a group. Right. And I'm going to guess that it's the zombie people group, the alpha group. Maybe. I guess. Well, because Samantha Mathis is alpha. Is alpha. Yeah, so it's she's announced. been announced and so I'm going to guess that you're going to introduce her after Rick, Rick or or that episode, you know. Well, that sucks too because in the comic, Rick not Mathis, Samantha Morton, Samantha Morton. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the in the comic that Rick and Alpha uh, sort of head to head is pretty epic from what I understand. Mm. But, you know, I guess they'll have to continue yeah, with Daryl or Carol. I or don't know. I, well, no, they've said that Daryl's going to be the lead. Makes sense. But, uh, and as much as I like Norman Reedus, I just don't think this show works without Rick Grimes no. or Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, He's no. like, like, I, and not I also really. just don't find, you know, I'm not going to be invested anymore. I'm no. not really invested now in the way that I was. No, I don't think most people are. Yeah. You know, I, I, I doubt it. Most people are, you know, I'm sure there's But we're hearts. still sort of here. I mean. Yeah, well, I was still tuning in. It gives us something to talk about at least, you know, whether we true. like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Talking Dead is still going on as if nothing happened. Yeah, it's weird because I haven't watched it in a long time and it, it was sort of, you know, it's just on. Yeah. It's like, hey, well, everybody, welcome to blah, blah, blah. It's like, uh, I don't know. Really, dude? Yeah, I don't know. Where like, and I was all for giving the guy is due process. You know what I mean? But I mean, they but investigated when like she wasn't part of the it investigation. It didn't seem like due process at all. No. And it's weird because if there's a bunch of people willing to give you the benefit of the doubt and then you sort of take advantage of those people that are like, hey man, I believe in due process. I believe that, you know, there's no uh, whatever, right. you know, nothing in the justice system, whatever the fuck. And then you go, okay, yeah, we did an investigation and now it's done and now everything's back to normal. It's like, hey man, I was one of the people that like, you know, it was like cool. Like, you right. know, give the guy, let him just do process. And all of a sudden, it feels like he took advantage of people that weren't like taking the fucking string him, string him up. I just don't think you can bounce back and act like nothing's happened. Yeah, that's what it feels like. And and yeah. I feel, almost feel like it's because like people were complaining Lucy C took like nine months. It's like Chris Hardwick took, took like, like three month. weeks. Yeah, yeah, like six weeks. He didn't go to Comic Con, which I'm sure was a huge blow for him. For his ego. He was too. off his social media for a while, but like now it's like business as usual. And I just. Well, it's called. Nah. We were saying that it has to affect ratings as well. I mean, you oh, can't yeah, just pretend that to. that wouldn't at all, whether or how much of it is, yeah. is, is uh, remains I, to be determined. I feel like a lot of the women who were fans probably. I wonder if any of the cast members, because he's always interviewing female cast members and female producers on the show. And probably I, just bought into the story that, like, this is all just a, you know... But with story notwithstanding, it's the way that it was handled that I feel like, well, however much is true, it's like, you can't just fucking handle it, like, chip-chop, yeah. sweep it under the rug, and let's move on, you know? And I, and I don't even necessarily know how much of that is true, but yeah. at the same time, it's sort of like, eh. Yeah. I mean, the way it We're was supposed to just be like, hey, welcome back, man. Yeah. Like, shit, man. Like, nothing ever happened. I don't know. It's complicated. It's little, well, the way it's just she hard announced to watch, it was kind of uncool at the same time. Exactly. Too. Yeah, man. Like, to just, like, because I don't. It was uncool. It wasn't it cool wasn't to cool. just sort of do that. It was clearly him, and then his career's over. And completely over. Like, Let's talk about I, that. I feel like 
so that's a problem too. I don't know. The whole thing just stinks. Yeah, this this stinks <laughs> because you know, like I said, I was one of the people that was like, yeah, that's some damning stuff yeah. that someone wrote on the internet about you. Right, but that's the world we live in right now. Right. Anyways, uh, we are headed to Boston. Yeah, buddy. For uh, haunted happenings, Salem's haunt, Salem haunted happenings, and we will be. Uh, taping some episodes from there and so stay tuned for that and follow our social for all the cool stuff that we're going to post and the there. fucking Red Sox are in the World Series yay go Sox yeah, and the first game's Tuesday and we'll be getting we get what Wednesday morning uh, we get a Wednesday morning game two is Wednesday night fuck yeah but we probably will not be getting the $750 like no I don't even care ticket. I'd rather go to the like $3 bar and get beers and watch the game <laughs> you know right i mean sure it'd be great to be there but 750 dollars for the nosebleed section people. Yeah. that's insane hello but they'll get it so right that's the way that goes uh yeah so it'll be fun this should be fun yay go socks go socks um the only problem is we are going to be watching it from my sister's house what the game boo i know because she doesn't like sports Yuck. so she'll talk to us through the whole Whole game. <laughs> That's fun. As long as there's beer. That happened during the Super Bowl. Ugh. At one time, she talked through the whole Super Bowl, and like we couldn't watch it. Yeah, we'll be drinking beers and watching the game and listening to my sister talk. You know what I'll do? I'll I'll take the bullet and walk her out of the room. There you go. Yep. Go socks. Mean, yeah. Go socks. Go socks. And uh, stay tuned for more episodes and go to our website, thehmcnetwork.com. And follow our social. And that's it for us. And that's it. Jerks. Happy, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Blah, 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 blah. See ya. Jerks.